Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always on my talk 1071 i'm Allie kaplan with my mom harmony thanks for tuning in it is just after noon on saturday and it is time to take your questions so feel free to give us a call if you want to talk shop we'd be glad to connect with you our number is 651-641-1071 you can also go to the website mytalk1071.com click on the shop girls page and message us there which of course uh some people did over the last couple of days answered the uh, mother of the bride question oh did you yeah oh mm-hmm. i didn't just see did that, that yesterday okay I think we've covered that yeah uh regular listeners could probably answer it for us and <laughs> and um and this nice um mom who has both a son and a daughter getting married oh. in this next year um Said she said, I know, I know, I know you've told it a million times, but can you please just tell me where well, to go? Sure, because when it's not affecting you at the moment, you don't pay attention in the same way. Right. And suddenly. Yes. Oh, and she's got two weddings. Two weddings. So, <laughs> of course, I told her to go to Dugo. I told her to swing by Grethen House. Yes, it can be a little pricey, but, you know, you never know what you might find. Yeah. Um, if you're willing to dig, you could also go over to GH2. You could try Bumbershoot as well. But I also gave her a couple of brands to try online that are fairly reasonably priced and might just kind of be a good place to start. Eliza J., which oh, you find at Bloomingdale's um, Nordstrom carries some of them as well. You also see it on, you know, like shop Bop and places like that. Um, and Terry John, Terry John, oh, is Terry good, John's been around for a long time. Yeah. And has just a lot you of like what? lovely, sophisticated dresses that don't look at all matronly. I think that the dress I wore for your wedding eons ago. Was <laughs> Terry John. <laughs> was it really? I think so. I still on have my it. I wedding, check. It was it was like, bubblegum pink. I loved it. It was two-piece, actually. Right. You don't remember? Strapless. No, it yes. was not. Yes, it was. It, was, like not, it was, was off the shoulders. Off the shoulders. Was exactly off. what I meant. You think I would have worn <laughs> strapless? Really? Why wouldn't you? Oh, I mean, no. First of all, for a mother of the bride, I don't think so. Oh, really? And also, no, I really don't think so. Unless Why? it had a cover up with I'm it. I'm trying to think. I'm trying I to think. I don't Can think you, that's appropriate. And I don't think it's this. right in a church or a synagogue. I think you have oh, to have well, something to covered. Well, I mean, off the shoulder is different. Yes. Off this the shoulder was just, is a good compromise. It was just a little bit off the shoulder with kind of a sweetheart neck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it, I loved it. Okay. I, yeah. I would like to wear that again. Why do you still have it, do you think? Sentimental value. Wow. Or what if you should choose to get married? Oh, I'd have a dress. <laughs> I like to plan ahead. You know. I wonder if it would still look. I mean, I feel like that's I bet kind I of couldn't timeless. even get it. I yes, but I don't style know. Style wise, right, I think but you could, could I totally get it on. It. That's the question. Huh? Do you still have your Joy Noel as yes, well? Yes, I do. From my that doesn't have wedding? as good a memory. <laughs> 
first the wedding. Dresses, Whatever, bygones, bygones. The dress, the dress. Dress, I loved, yes. Lovely yeah. lavender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still have that. Too. I feel like maybe you wore that one a second time, no? I actually, I remember wearing the one from your wedding to, okay. to a friend Another of yours' wedding. wedding. Yeah. I don't know if I wore it again after that, and I, I might have worn the Joy Noel one. Another time. That's the thing. They're so lovely. And, you know, I could put it on in the house, I suppose, while I cook dinner. Why not? But I don't cook dinner. You could do photo shoots just like your friend Julia Fox. Why don't you just wear it to the grocery store, Mom? (laughs) Instead of my underwear? That would be a great TikTok for you. It would. You know, my children are worried you're plateauing. So if you really want to amp it up. I have to make one today, as a matter of fact. It's time for We haven't done. My husband is not that excited, you know, to do this. What's your theme now? Well, you know, the theme is still to get your booster shot. I mean, you oh, know, really? people have not done enough of that. But I know I've been thinking, how do I transition? Mm, what do you think we should do? tough. Just to great songs? You know what I read? And this is why it's, it's really a very upsetting thing. We digress. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Mandy Patinkin and his wife, mm-hmm. Catherine Gordy, who is an actress, apparently. But I never knew that. Um they have been on TikTok since this epidemic or pandemic started. Yes. And they're very funny. Their son actually films them or tapes them. And they are now going to do a pilot for a show on Showtime. Oh, and you're a that little bit pissed he, off, I, aren't I, you? More than a little. <laughs> more than a little. Okay. Because their son was the one who was filming them and brought this to the attention. Uh, now, it may be true that Mandy, Mandy yeah. Patinkin is a little bit more... He's got uh, just a known. tiny bit more of a name. I'm Maybe sorry, Mom. Very tiny, slight advantage tiny, heading right. in. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, they're going to do a pilot. Is their son... What's the show going to be about? Like another Grace and Frankie No, what's going to... Uh, from what I read, it's going to be, you know, sort of like the TikTok episodes they're doing, only you know, made into a half hour comedy show, you know, sort of, I I don't know if it'll work or if the short bits are better, but we'll see. Yeah. And is their son a filmmaker? Uh, Apparently Gideon Gideon. is his name Mm -hmm. and he does have a partner in this production. I don't know if he's done other things and I've never figured out if he was living with them during this pandemic and, you know, that's how he started or just spent a lot of time with them. There's another brother, too, but um, I don't remember his name. Hmm. The show's going to be called Seasoned. Yeah. Seasoned. You look Um, things up so fast. You're so good. It's a good thing. See, I just remember. Oh, it said, said, here, you want to know? In March of 2020, um, their 34-year-old son, Gideon, retreated to the family's home in upstate New York with his parents, Mandy and Catherine, and he started recording videos of his lovingly eccentric parents for fun, only to realize he wasn't the only person who found them. Right, and they quickly got to a million views on TikTok. Wow. And I have been a little uh, aggravated ever since. I'm sure. I got to. So is it, are they only on TikTok? Do I, can I watch them on Instagram? Like no. old people? On what? On, what on Instagram. <laughs> you know, Instagram. No, it's where no. old people watch their TikToks as no, reels two I, days later. <laughs> no, I watch them on TikTok. I know you even do. Even though I'm an old person. I know you do. I was in a meeting yesterday. I kid you not. Like a high level magazine kind of oh, meeting. Oh, you know? like important. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And um, we were talking about social media and uh, uh, a report that we had gotten about the fact that like 30 to 55 year olds are spending 
30 minutes a day on TikTok. And the funny mm. thing is, there were a bunch of people in that room, in that demographic, who kind of went, oh, more like two hours a day. Oh, <laughs> really? Yes. But that's so, I mean, you can't it's, yell at your young kids doing it if all these older types. I can yell at well, them. Well, you can yes, yell at them. I sure won't can. do you any good. <laughs> no, but it. I think the point is, I, I mean, obviously it has shifted fast. And as much as our kids didn't want us on TikTok, right. all the parents are yeah. now there. But also, I think it just older people like it for entertainment but as you well. Know, here's the thing that's funny. I don't really watch TikTok. Really? I'm on it. Uh-huh. And you're just a creator. I I am a creator. Not they keep sending me all these things about right. Uh-huh. And I when Mandy and his wife do new things cuz mm-hmm. I follow them. Mm-hmm. I will look at that or one of my grandsons occasionally does put something on. Oh, very occasionally. Rarely, and the other one does nothing. So they prefer <clears throat> my children to post they have private Snapchat groups. Ah, uh, yes. Which I don't love. Yeah. Um, no. But where they, and they say, it's about like, why do we need to put it all out there for everyone? Why do we need to be, you know, like yeah. grandma? We oh. just want to talk to oh. our 20 friends. Oh. So they, they keep it tight and they just. Uh, and yeah. can you get in and see what they've written? When I demand that they hand me their phones, that's and what I, I mean. Look you can't it. just yeah. look. Well, I mean, I'm not in the private group. Well, that's but not they know good. that I can see anything I want to at any time. Because you know their passcodes and all that? I just might. Okay, just make sure. I just might. You know, I don't trust them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I, but I'm just saying I think it's I think it's an interesting phenomenon that, yes, they are massive consumers of TikTok. They watch it all day. Right. They If if my 14-year-old has a half hour and, yeah. if he's, and other than Stranger Things, he would rather just scroll through TikTok and watch little videos. But they're not putting out the content. No. If, they're, if they want to put something out, it's just to their own very small group of friends, and it's usually through Snapchat. Well, I find it interesting that I have no interest in watching. I mean, things come up like if I go to see how many viewers we have and all, and things come up and I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Why do I yeah. want to watch this? Um, Charlie D'Amelio, by the way, has been surpassed by a young man really? in terms of the number of, and he's got a name I can't pronounce, so I can't tell you what his name is, but he now has more followers. Than and she what's does. his deal? He does pantomime things. Huh. You know, yeah. and we were Dances. as we were walking through New York City last week, um, we there was some big uh, display. I'm trying to remember what some designer store. I can't remember which one, but the young model, my son was like, oh, he was a TikTok star. He started on TikTok. Oh. And I was like, really? Like, I had no idea. Yeah. But he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he was discovered on TikTok. He would do outfits of the day and everyone would challenge him to do different outfits. He was always putting outfits together and then he got discovered. And I said, well, I guess it's no different than we would hear about models being picked up at a restaurant right. or on or the street. Sti- right. Now TikTok is where they Lana get discovered. Lana Turner in another century was a very famous actress who was at Schwab's drugstore yes. in Hollywood. And that's how and she an got agent discovered. Came up to her. Now, if someone came up to you, you'd slap them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, all right. Anyway. Well, if there are other questions, we got carried away. Feel free to email us or hit us up on social media anytime. We always love hearing from you and try to get responses uh, throughout the week as well. When we get back, it's time for the tech report. Don't go away. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and I won't take even a 
second extra of her time because I know she's got sizzling headlines. Sizzling, sizzling. It's time for the tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. So I'm going to start with a creepy story. Mm, okay. Creepy. It's from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And they have revealed an experimental Alexa feature. You probably will want to do this one day that allows the AI assistant to mimic the voices of your dead relatives. Oh my gosh, I heard about this and I just yes. wiped it off my screen. No, even you shouldn't. Know. You must know about these things. The company demoed this feature at their annual conference and they what they showed is so sweet. A video where a child asks asks Alexa to read a bedtime story in the voice of his dead grandmother. <laughs> so come the day that I am no longer here, Allie. Oh my gosh, don't able, even. <laughs> you will be able to say, I want to hear my mother yell at me. And then you could turn this on. I won't need a recording. <laughs> it just it echoes in my head at all times. Okay, now... Right now, they are saying, you know, that this could be just such a sweet, wonderful thing um, that in during the pandemic, people, you know, lost so many people they loved, but that this is a way of still, you know, eliminating some of the pain of the loss. Uh, Amazon has not actually said yet if this is going to really be a feature that they will make public, but we've talked or I have talked in my reports in the past about that it's very easy to do this now. Um, it's it's actually called deep fakes. We talked about it after uh, I talked about it. I don't know that you listened, but when Anthony Bourdain passed away and they did a uh, documentary and they played emails with his voice, which was kind of creepy, mm-hmm. but they were able to do it because once you have this technique, there's a way, if you have even just a few words that someone has said, they can clone the recordings. So that you can use and they do this, you know, in podcasting, they do it in films now because they don't have to bring people back in. Yeah. Who wants that on Alexis, Alexa, whatever that's. Well, come on. I wouldn't. I mean, have you not ever called somebody who, you know, where someone has passed away and they still have their voice on the answering machine? That kind of creeps me out. Mm. Have you never had that happen to you? I I have voicemails from people that I've lost from friends and stuff. But I mean, on an answer. Well, first uh, of all, I how often an are an- you calling an answering machine these days? I still have my answering machine. <laughs> That's so I, weird. No, it isn't. When you have it on your phone, you have to punch in a number and all of that in yeah, order yeah. to get your messages. Uh-huh. Here I walk in my house, I push the button, and I get my messages. Do you still sing? I don't call your I house do. I that haven't. often. Why don't you call me sometimes? <laughs> Just, uh, I, call, uh, yeah. always... I haven't changed it in a very long time. I'm I'm too busy making my TikTok. I guess so. Um, anyway, but that is... Okay, um, I say no to that. I say that is unnecessary. That's like just technology for the sake of it and nobody needs it. But I guess... Okay, I agree with you, but I'm just telling you that is one of their new things that they're trying. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know what a... I I'm, I'm, hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Do you know what a CAPTCHA is? No. You do. So. You just Are don't you know the name. Are you pronouncing it right? What? Are you pronouncing it I, right? I don't know. Okay. But you know when you are trying to get on a site and they give you the little picture and you're supposed to identify all the motorcycles 
any picture that has, you know, oh, there might be a little yeah, edge the bridges or a tree or yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. you just want to punch somebody. Yeah. It's what it really stands for is completely automated Turing test to tell computers and humans apart. Wow. And it annoys everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like Apple is going to do something about it. Uh, TechCrunch has reported that in the new iOS 16 update for iPhones, that they are going to let iPhone users automatically bypass those stupid things. Um, and it to actually instantly prove that you're human. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that would be kind of a nice thing if they did it. It won't, uh, the iOS 16 doesn't launch until later this year, but you'll be able to go to the Apple ID section of your settings, find a new automatic verification heading, and then this in-app tech says the new feature will bypass CAPTCHAs using your iCloud verification. So you can actually do away with that. So that would be a really good thing to, you know, huh. that they are adding to it. Okay. Um, at Northwestern University, the engineers have built the smallest ever remote control walking robots. And the current design of it is a cross between a flea and a microchip. How do you like that? Can you imagine how small that is? That's very, very small. You remember when you've had fleas? You know how small fleas are. Funny. <laughs> anyway, they're a half a millimeter wide, mm-hmm. roughly actually half the size of fleas, and they can design them to look like any number of little creatures, um, like beetles or earthworms or crickets. And they're capable of twisting and turning and even jumping. Um, what they plan to do with these, they think that it's actually something that is an academic effort to see how small they can make these robots. And in the future, they think that it could be used uh, in a biomedical application because they could move like in your arteries. Well, no, no, no. To perform minimal invasive surgery. I mean, you know, it's kind of crazy the things that they can do and can come up with with this. Mm -hmm. So um, this is something that they are working on right now. They've built a winged microchip the size of a grain of sand. The smallest ever human-made flying structures. So, I mean, this is, it's not, you know, out there in major production yet, but um, it is happening. Well, there is is something good you can do with technology. Right, right. That's definitely a good thing. Instead of listening to dead people read stories. That's right. When we get back, we're going to talk pride and this weekend's pride festivities. That's next on Shop Girls. That's right, Sam Smith. You say it. Love me more. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a long time. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. On a big weekend in the Twin Cities, it is Pride Weekend. Pride Festival going on at Loring Park all weekend. Parade back from the pandemic. Uh, that's tomorrow at 11 a.m. downtown Minneapolis. It's it's going to be a fun weekend. And as you have probably noticed, you know, come June, the store become all rainbow logos go rainbow i was in new york last week and could not get over how pervasive it was every store window i know you like rainbows but the bigger question (laughs) mom the real question here is you know is it doing anything is it forwarding the cause and how do those who do this work of lgbtq equity and inclusion feel about 
the rainbow's coming out in June. You know what I think we need to do, Mom? What? I think we need to ask an actual expert. Ah. We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We've got an expert here. I am so excited to introduce you to our expert. His name is Nick Alm, and he is the founder and the CEO of Mosier, which is a um, consultancy based here in the Twin Cities that helps businesses with LGBTQ equity work and and job placement and just understanding and becoming more inclusive. Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Allie. Hey, Harmony. Thanks so much. Nice to meet you this way, at least. Um, what? Well, first, yes. so, so, Nick, I mean, let's just dive right in. I want to hear what you're doing this weekend and all your plans, but let's get to the serious stuff first. How do you, as somebody who is doing this work, living this, you know, 24-7 every day of the year, how do you feel when it's June and all of a sudden businesses change their logos to rainbows? Yeah, thanks, Allie. So here's the deal. <laughs> I care about legislation, mm. not logos. Yeah, yeah. Some odd pieces of legislation right now trying to truly remove our community from public view, mm-hmm. right? I care less about pride merch and care more about policies of these brands, right. of these companies, right? Yep. Can their trans employees access health care? Uh, if I am the victim of some sort of harassment or discrimination, is it going to be handled effectively? So those are the deeper questions we need to be looking at. Um, so let's start there then. Right, okay. right. Fair enough. Does it on the flip side, though, I mean, here we are talking about it. It, it makes it front and center for people who maybe are not thinking about these things other times. Is that at least helpful? Just the visibility? Yeah, the visibility is helpful to a certain extent, but the visibility is a secondary benefit here because the main point of much of this marketing, much of these products and pride capsule collections, the main motive of it is profit. Right. They're just, yeah, they're They're, showing what good people they are. Well, right. We're trying to, are they? But I mean, I guess that's the question. Do you feel Nick, like when you look at some of the brands that are doing capsule collections or partnerships, are they, you know, are they putting their money where their marketing is? Oh, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's start with this. <laughs> Sylvia Rivera, Marsha P. Johnson, the trans women of color, two, of, two examples, you know, we stand on their shoulders. They could not afford most of the things that are being sold in these pride huh. collections, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, they were poor. They didn't have health care. They didn't have stable housing. And so that alone, I... I think paints a picture of how divorced we are from the reality of the way so many of our community live. When you look at the the money that's being put back into our community via a donation, you know, associated with those, those sales, um, we're getting a sliver, we're getting a Mm. fraction, right? And it looks big when it's like a hundred thousand dollars, but when we're talking about a multi-billion dollar corporation, we have to, we have yeah. to, as consumers think, like, is that a lot? Is that not a lot? Or mm-hmm. should I just go buy this product from an actual LGBT owned business uh, and just put some money directly into community? Right. Oh, good point. Yeah. That, so, so are there to that end? I mean, are there certain places that you steer people? Are there brands that you feel really good about supporting if you wanted to wear your pride and, and show your pride? 
Well, I would recommend that folks go to resources like the Twin Cities Quorum, right, our LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce, wherever you live, right? Those, mm-hmm. those resources exist, those databases exist that will tell you where to go eat, where to go shop, where to go buy a lot of the things that you buy day to day. That would be my, my first recommendation. And the second recommendation is set up recurring donations yourself, right? As a, somebody who's been in the fundraising space and in the nonprofit space, on LGBTQ, it's, we get this surge of support and then the faucet shuts off July 1. Right. And, you know, so make that a recurring donation so that these organizations that are actually doing the work year round can keep their staff on payroll. Right. It, the work doesn't end yeah. when, when the calendar flips to July. That's for sure. Um, that, that said, are there, I mean, like, are there any collections or things that large retailers are doing, the targets of the world? I feel like I have seen some where they are very intentionally collaborating with LGBTQ artists or, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're trying to go beyond just putting rainbows on T-shirts. Yep. Yeah, there are some good examples. Yeah. And here's what you do as a consumer, I think, is when you walk into a store and you do see the rainbows, you see the merchandise or whatever, ask the cashier what they think of the organization's commitment to LGBTQ equity. Ask the lowest level employee you can find hmm. and get their opinion. Right. Do you think they and know? then say that again. Do you think that they know what the, how the company feels? Well, if they don't know, then yeah. that's a problem. Right, right, right. Good advice. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. That would be kind mm-hmm. of interesting to do at a big at a big box store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Nick, fun stuff. Tell us what your weekend is going to look like. What what do you how do you celebrate pride and and do you allow yourself that? I mean, is, is you know to to get involved in the festival, the parade and all of that. Yeah, you know, you you got to have some fun these days because things are not great. No, and, right, not easy. To, right? We got to have some joy. So shout out to Girl Scout, the dance party. I was there last night, danced until about 2 a.m. And then, um, you know, got up just in time for this uh, conversation <laughs> this morning. Glad, glad, um, we, glad we kept it till the second hour. We were respectful yes. of sleeping in. <laughs> no, totally. Um, you know, very. there's a lot of great stuff happening. Um, I might get the first ab tonight for Naomi Smalls, Carly Rae Jepsen's. And, I mean, there's oh, too right. many things. Um, I'll be at the protest tomorrow morning. Um, that is going on kind of the, um, there's obviously the parade, but then there's also going to be a protest happening to kind of keep the radical spirit, um, behind mm-hmm. pride alive as well. And I think both are really important. And so I'm happy we have both to choose from. So I'll be out and about and, um, just, it's been so great to see people and hug people and, um, it's, it's know, nice to, and- it's nice to get back to that. Yes. And it's, it's nice. It to- is. Nice to have a parade to go to again after a after a couple of rough rough lonely years. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to know more about Nick's work, you can go to his website. It, can you give everyone the the URL, Nick? Yeah, the website is Mosier dot com. That's Amazon Mary O S S I E R dot com. Okay, and and Nick is also part of this program that I mentioned earlier in the show when we were talking about um, Maza and her chutney sauces. Um, Nick is one of the entrepreneurs that we're um, tracking in the Founders Journal and talking not only about um, his LBGTQ efforts, but just business in general and what it's like to to be an entrepreneur and, and run a business these days. 
Right, Nick? Yeah, it's been so fun. Um, and I just appreciate your support, Allie, given visibility to uh well, absolutely. Entrepreneurs. It's uh, it is it is important in in all regards, and we appreciate you kind of opening up and talking about it. Not not every day is uh, is is fun or uh, exciting. Easy. There are there's there's <laughs> definite highs and lows. We know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're gonna <laughs> win. Can... We're gonna win. But we, we are. Keep, We're gonna talk about it all. So follow along at tcbmag.com slash founders journal. Nick also wrote kind of an excellent call to action. Not for kind of a, a really good, a really <laughs> amazing call to action for the business community about not getting complacent. Because I think the other aspect of this, Nick, with just a minute that we have left, is that when you see all the rainbows and all of the big companies supporting Pride, you think, okay, great. It's solved. It's done, right? It's not solved. Mm-hmm. No, we we have a lot to do, right? Forty six percent of LGBT people are still in the closet, right? Um, we have a new generation coming up uh, that is identifying twenty percent as queer, right? Hmm. And these kids are being bullied. These kids are not being allowed to play the sport or use the bathroom that aligns with their gender identity. Um, it is a very interesting juxtaposition it's never been this good and it's never been this bad Mm, either it is Um, it's it's a lot to reconcile well thank you for for shining a light thanks for the work you do and thanks for uh waking up to chat with us today (laughs) enjoy the day Happy Pride. Hope to see you out there. Um, When we get back, we have a bunch of tidbits to to wrap up. And we'll tell you, in addition to all the Pride events, some other art fairs, festivals, flea markets, and places to go shopping this weekend. Don't go away. More Shop Girls right after this. We are wrapping up Shop Girls. That went fast. Thank sure you for joining us today. If you missed any of the show, please, you can go back and podcast it. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. That's one of the beauties um, of modern technology. And my talk being on the cutting edge. Cutting Just go edge. to mytalk1071.com. You can listen whenever it's convenient or wherever you get your podcast. You could just type in uh, shop my talk Shop Girls and you'll find us there um, in podcast form. But we did have a few more headlines we wanted to get to before uh, before doing steals and deals. Yeah. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond, there's been a lot of talk, you know, off and on about our, how things are going there and all. Not and, well. Well, that's been part of the problem. Yes. But um, they had a membership program that was called Beyond Plus, and they launched a new um, system now called, it's a, it's a new tier-based loyalty program is called Welcome Rewards. And they also introduced a buy now, pay later option, which I don't know, seems to be the going thing these days. But um, the way this will work, they can use it, in, people can use it in-store and online at all of their companies, Bed Bath & Beyond, Bye Bye Baby, Harmon Banners. And they they have three different tiers. You can you know check with them to find out all the different ways. Some are free. One is free. One you pay $39 a year. So um, I, I guess they are trying to... Does this replace all the coupons? Yes. They, they don't, don't they seem don't to send, have those yeah. anymore. I used no. to get those in the mail all I know, the time. I know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You were saying, why does buy now, pay later seem to be so trendy all of a sudden when it's like the oldest trick in the book? Right. I think maybe it's that the average consumer doesn't remember layaway. 
And so it Maybe seems that's novel. that's what it is, yeah. And it's just a modern because, twist. I mean, when it goes around, comes around, yeah. right? Um, the other thing that I think we should make sure our listeners know is that Prime Day is coming up. Oh, they, yeah. The uh, dates have been announced for Amazon Prime Day. Mm-hmm. It officially begins on July 12th at 3 a.m. Eastern Time. Oh, my gosh. And runs through July 13th. Okay. Um. Now we don't know what they will be yet, but we know they will. There will be the competing sales from Target and Kohl's and Nordstrom and you know all of them. Even because Nordstrom getting in yeah, on Prime Day now. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Um, among the things, and we talked about this with Grant when you weren't here one mm-hmm. week. Uh, Amazon has this new virtual try-on for shoes, mm-hmm. and you will be able to use that before you buy your. New Balance or Reebok or Adidas and so forth. And there are some deals that are already uh, out there that you can get. So um, you'll want to check about those. This early? There, yes. There are dresses that are like the floral dresses that everybody's wearing that are like a weird 11% off. Um, croc <sighs> flip sandals. 20% off. But, but does that even, I mean, that's sort of like when we call everything a Black Friday sale, no matter what, you know, I mean, isn't that getting a little kind excessive? Of, kind of. But the other thing is they've got their fire stick. They've got the second generation Amazon Home 5, which I have purchased and now have to go back to Target. What is that? And it, it was in our house that we were renting in the Hamptons and I loved it. It is a small screen and it, is you can actually do FaceTime on it, and you can you can watch television on it if you, you wanted have, to. You've been home you for two set, minutes, and you already ordered it. that? No, I didn't order it. I went to Target and bought it. Wow! And Target is now matching. It's really eighty four ninety five, and it's now seventy nine ninety nine on for Prime, and Target will match and wait, that. What are you gonna? Do? What is it called again? It is. Oh, I gotta find the exact name. It's it's Amazon a Home. home Home five. Oh, I've got to find out. But so is it like Alexis um, and an iPad yes. combined? Alexis, it's a, Alexa. It, it's Alexa. Yes, it is. It's Alexa. And why um, do you want? Because Amazon creeping on you instead, all the time. No, instead of we have a old um, radio with two alarms, mm-hmm. and it's big and yucky. And you can set two alarms on this. I can play music on it instead of the radio and having to listen to commercials. Mm -hmm. I can do all of those. And I just, and it tells you different facts. I loved it. I just was so excited. (laughs) And so we haven't um, installed it yet. We have to set it up. Mm, I do think you're going to be able to do that alone? Tech reporter Uh, that you are? We'll find out if I can or not. But (laughs) okay, so but your point the point was that that is that's on sale too. Yes, it is. And their fire stick and some of their other um I haven't really heard a theme yet, like if there are certain types of merchandise that are like if it really is a good time to buy technology or Well, that is usually what they what they do have. Um and I, I wish I could find this page because I'm having trouble right now. But they have got a lot of their, you know, their tech uh, technology products on sale mm-hmm. during this time. So, okay. you know, 
Um, and I don't think Target, I mean, we know that there will be competing sales. Target has gone they heavy in the last couple of years to compete, but but we don't have the full list. Right, yet. we don't have, the announcements haven't been made yet about those things. So watch for that. Meanwhile, we have just a couple minutes left. Let's continue on the Prime Day theme and do a few more steals and deals. complete opposite end of the spectrum from Prime Day, why don't you head over to the Longfellow neighborhood in Minneapolis? It's the Neighborhood Garage Sale going on this weekend, today and tomorrow. I think there are at least 70 garage sales happening in the neighborhood. Um, Some of them started as early as 8 a.m. this morning, but it's all day today and tomorrow. Lots of great neighborhood treasure hunting in the Longfellow neighborhood. If you need more information, go to longfellow.org for all the details. Um, Then you could head out to Stillwater for the Stillwater Flea and Crafter Market, which is also going on this weekend at the Washington County Fairgrounds. Um, That's today and tomorrow. 150 vendors plus food and music. It's free. No cost to get in. Um, And you can just shop till your heart's content. That goes, just know that it only goes until 3 p.m. It's kind of a good morning and early afternoon activity. So you've got until 3 p.m. today and then again, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. tomorrow. You might want to also go online and check out, uh, we talked about Essence One earlier and their aromatherapy. They have a retired label, retired label items on sale right Mm. now. On their Uh, website? Yes, they're updating products. And so they're beginning to put their retired label brands on sale uh, for 25 to 50% off. And they are going to be doing, you know, different ones at different times. So it's a good idea to go on there and check out all of those things. And that's another way that you can shop online and uh, support local. Right. Um, On the other end of town from Stillwater, Wyzetta is um, doing their annual art experience um, right on the shores of Lake Minnetonka on Lake Street. Um, Festivities, food, drinks, activity zone for the kids, sailboat rides, and lots of local vendors to shop art and more. Um, That is going on today and uh, until 7 p.m. and then again tomorrow 10 to 4 p.m. So that would be a fun day out in Wyzetta. Um, And good luck if you don't have a dinner reservation. And it gets competitive (laughs) on those patios at this time of year. That's for sure. Um, But it's worth it. It is worth it indeed. Um, If you want more ideas for the weekend, go to mspmag.com. Check out the events calendar. And of course, Stephanie's got all the restaurant recommendations to go along with your neighborhood shopping. Have a great weekend, everybody. Happy Pride.